This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Hey, let's do it again just because I felt like I didn't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome <laughs> Ted Smith and Steve Mix. Uh, you are now entering. What the Yeah. You know, rest it. Oh, yes. I got a good night's sleep last <laughs> night. We're doing a podcast, so at least we know that the world hasn't fully imploded just yet. No, no, no. We're off on it. <laughs> the world's still here. And welcome to the divided states of America. <laughs> One thing you know, sun's going to rise, sun's going to set. It's, dude, that's how I felt this morning when I like, before I even check my phone, I'm like, just remember, you still got to, you, you, you still got to just exist. Like you yeah. just got to still, you know, I mean, yeah, world could be weird on whatever, however you want to view it. And at the end of the day, I still got to go to work, provide for my family and hopefully raise a really cool child. Yeah. I mean, it's days like today. I like doing our podcasts and our yeah. shows. Like, yeah. right. There's a four, you know, you listen to BJ and Miggs, listen to Men's Room. There's four hours. Yeah. You can just laugh, have some fun. Get your mind off of it. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously we all know what's going on around us and or, sure. we, or we all know what we don't know. <laughs> and, uh, but it's nice to kind of get a little bit of a break from all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. And trust me. So we're going to do wall to wall election coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Checking in with Ted. Let's see what's going on in Wisconsin. Well, tell you the craziest thing in Wisconsin right now is uh, the Badgers, man. College football? Yes. What's going on with them? Well, they got a COVID outbreak, so they haven't, oh. they haven't, they haven't played in two weeks. Dude, I'm a, I'm a little nervous because uh, San Fran just got a COVID outbreak. The Niners did? Yeah, I just read I that this see morning that. On, on Twitter, and I'm like, I hope that happened after the Hawks game. Oh, man, yeah. Although somebody posted it like, at least we know that DK is fine because nobody got near him. <laughs> well, it's crazy too. Is like the pitcher or the not the pitcher, but the guy from the Dodgers. Like he tested positive. Yes. They took him off the field. Then he went back out. Then he was kissing his wife, but his wife isn't positive. Yeah, what the hell is going on, man? I, I, I don't know. That one was like one of the craziest things, and I think in sports since all this COVID craziness has gone on, that a guy gets pulled from the World Series because during the game they got positive results on him having COVID. Right. And they pull him, what, like in the ninth inning or something? Seventh. Like that? Seventh. Okay. The Dodgers win the World Series, and then all of a sudden he comes out with no mask, taking pictures with him in the championship next to a guy who is a cancer survivor who's obviously, you know, more at risk than anyone else. Right. <laughs> Just slapping my phone's ringing. Uh-oh. No, I know who it was. Okay. I, I almost called my brother earlier, who was a principal and used to be a... Uh, uh, not government, not physics. What do you call it? Gym teacher? No, what's a P word? I don't know. Maybe Professor. it was government. Maybe it was government. Philanthropist. So, so either way, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, electoral college. So I was like, oh, I expected that call today. Oh, man. I'll just go on Twitter. Everyone's having good civil conversations about the electoral college. Man, I used to love Twitter, but it's tough. Yeah, right now it's very tough. And it's like, I, I don't even know how to like 
to stay away from it, you know, other than staying away from it. Like, you know, I, yeah, I feel pretty proud that my Twitter is my most positive social media outlet because the people I follow are cool people. Yeah. But right now, everybody's losing their minds. And I understand why, but it's like, I don't know, man. I know I have to vote. I don't need everybody and their sister telling me that I need to vote. Like, I, I it wasn't like, oh, crap. I was almost forgot to vote, but then I got the email from Nordstrom's telling me to vote. Yeah. Whew. You know, or Johnny on Twitter said to vote. You know what I mean? Like, it's after a while. It's like, okay, like, here's your pat on the back. I know you voted. That's cute that you have your sticker. Like, that's cool. I, I don't need that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, I'm with you. Yeah. And I don't, like, I trust people when you say you voted. I don't need a photo. <laughs> it's like everyone who does the COVID test. Like, I'm, I'm happy you are po- negative. I don't need, I don't need to see a picture of, like, your, of your, your test results. Like, yeah, I didn't post mine. Right. It's, it doesn't seem necessary. Well, now I don't know if you actually are, are negative. We never even talked about that, did we? We meant to talk about it for like two months. I feel like we ended up, did we not talk physically about the test or did we? I feel like we did finally. All right. Yeah. Because you got it rammed up your nose. It is awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Because you did the walk up. Because I remember yeah. driving or walk up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when you don't have a car, you got to go to the walk up tested site. <laughs> Do you have to make an appointment in advance? Yeah. Yeah. Make an appointment in advance, but the system's so easy. Yeah, they, they, they got it down. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what my guy's name was. Something with a G. Hmm. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, right. side note before we do the push-ups. Yes. Is anybody else thinking about pie yet? Dude, I am getting... So I've, I have I told you this last week that I'm doing... I'm trying to do 100 push-ups, 100 oh, yeah. leg lifts every day for, for a month. Like, just All to right. see if I can be disciplined enough. And like... I'm not gonna get mad at myself if I don't do it. Like, like I, I mainly have said. So every right. morning I get up ten minutes early, and today technically is my rest day, and I almost I was so tired I didn't sleep well for obvious reasons, and woke up a little bit later than I planned, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I just get fifty and fifty, I'll be fine. Then I'm like, ah, it's my rest day. Do I really need to do it? I'm ruining my coffee, and I end up doing a hundred push-ups. Nice, right? And I'm like, ah, you know, I don't need to do the like this. It's so weird after just a week. Like, I've already built, like, this internal argument with myself. Like, come on, man. You know that t- it's going to take less than 10 minutes. You could be 10 minutes late to work. You're, you're already there, like, an hour and a half before the show starts. Yeah. And 10 minutes means you just play on the internet 10 minutes less. Bang those out as well. And I was, like, super happy about it. And I'm like, this is going to time out that I'm going to be done with this right around Thanksgiving. And then I got excited. I'm like, okay, hopefully I, I noticed some gains and everything looks good and I'm feeling better about myself so I could just completely... Get, and I'll be guilt-free regardless, even if I didn't do this. But I want to be so guilt-free and just eat like a freaking warrior. I'm yeah. so pumped for pie. I'm with you, man. Yeah, that's that's where I was running into trouble. Like I've been I've been pretty good about getting in the days during the week, but man, those Sundays are rough. Sundays are I, Sundays might be the hardest. Yeah, because especially if like if the Hawks are playing at night, I can pull it off. But if the Hawks are playing at one or at ten, I'm like, ugh. Uh, do I want to work out? Do I want to go to the gym? Should I do a home workout? Oh, you know I'm just I mean? talking about eating. It's oh. like, oh, football's on. Like, are we getting a pizza? Are we yeah. going to get wings? <laughs> Dude, my wife and I have a, uh, a, it's not a bet, an agreement, because I want pizza really bad. She's like, look. And it just started off as a joke, and I'm like, now I'm like, a lot of pressure on our child, baby Tatum. She's like, if baby Tatum does not wake me up all night and wakes up at a, at, well, originally it was seven. Now we've pushed it back to 630 because we realized that's just impossible. Like, you're, right. uh, it's a losing endeavor for me. But if from when we put her down to bed, if she does not cry and wake my wife up for the entire night and sleeps the entire night and gets up at six-ish, 
that we're going to have a pizza and ice cream party that night. Ooh. We came so close the other day, two days ago. It was like, because I always know that Sid had to wake up. Steve, if I was any good with children, or like if I knew how to like put a baby to sleep, I'd sneak in your house and just be like, shh. Oh, dude, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> like 4.30, like, like, how did she sleep all night? You just see me leaving on the door cam, like, you're welcome. Save me a slice. I'd come in for you all that pizza. <laughs> baby whisperer. I'd pay you. I'd give you like a hundred <laughs> bucks to pull this off, man. But dude, I always know. If Tatum woke up Sid, because I'm, I'm a deep sleeper, so right. <laughs> like, thankfully we have Sid to wake up, because if the baby cries, I ain't hearing it. Um, but our door will still be open, because like, it'll, she'll, she'll close see, it, but see, she, yeah. won't, she won't like close it fully, so it doesn't like lock in. Yeah. So every morning I wake up, that's the first thing I look at. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, Tatum, let me down. Uh, but the other day it was still closed. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Here it is. It's like 3 a.m., I do all of my stuff, my push-ups, my leg lifts. I make my coffee in the morning. I, you know, get changed. Sometimes I fold laundry. It's close to four o'clock at this point, and I'm still no crying. And I'm like, we're two, okay, three hours away. Can this happen? Like, what can we do? Sure as that's like, maybe I'm 15 minutes on my road on the commute, and I notice I had a, a text alert. Oh crap! I'll sure I'll see it when I get to the station. And when I get to the station, I look at my phone, and it's like. No, no pizza for you tonight. I'm like, F word. I didn't even think about that. That's tough because you're gone. Yeah. Do you think your wife would juke the numbers? Who? She's a woman of honesty. All right. So, you know what? I, I, that's the one thing I can always count on <laughs> that even if it screws her over in the long run, she won't lie to me. <laughs> it's like, right? Like, technically it was 629. Yeah, I said, dude, do we get wiggle room on this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey. if it's 629, all right, maybe I don't get the ice cream, but I get the pizza, right? So <laughs> <laughs> much to ask for. <laughs> all right, why don't we get our heart rates and our blood pumping in our brain? Functioning? <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you, but I need it. I am so tired today. Well, you could tell I woke up early enough. Wait, I didn't. That's why my gym's bag is with me and I have to go after work. Oh, you're going after work? Yeah. Uh, sorry to hear that. Well, you know what? At least we're going to get a work in, workout in right now. <laughs> get 10 big ones. <laughs> 10 big push-ups. That's all you need every day. Then you'll look like The Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's all he does. That's all he does. Well, he supersets. Well, and also, you know, he does 10 push-ups a day and then once a week, he eats a whole bunch of food for his cheat meal. Right, I know. I'm just like The Rock. No, you're not. Have you ever looked online that like did somebody put up like what The Rock does in a day for a workout? Oh, it's insane. It's stupid. Like I don't even I don't even know how I I feel like I'd have to take a vacation just to do his workout. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's well, nuts. All right, real quick. Well, yeah. let's do the push ups. Okay. Hey. All right. All right, let's get ten. Oh man. There we go. One, two, three, Yeah, it's like people are like, can you believe Russell Wilson spends a million dollars on his trainers and his like uh, chefs? Like, yeah, he's a professional <laughs> athlete. His job is his body, right? And when you're making what forty million a season, yeah, you can spare a million dollars. I would love to spend a year like getting that kind of treatment. You know what I mean? Like someone just telling you everything to do, what to eat. 
I, I don't know. I'm not saying that I would be like in great shape, but I'd be in a lot better shape than I am right now. The private chef. Like yeah. that was that was our poll question last week. You could have like a maid or a chef or Ooh. I forget what the other two options were and like or a personal trainer, like all that stuff's good. But to me, the chef, because yep. I mean, the thing is like, he'd make everything specific to your body. It'd yep. be healthy, but it'd still be delicious. Like just, let's be honest. Chefs can make food that we can't make. And dude, I'm not good at that. Like I've tried to be like, oh, it's just math guys. It's just not that hard. Like it's macros, counting your macros. Like, I don't even know what the, f- it's a macro. Like I, I read about it. I kind of understand it. I've had people explain it to me. It registers, and then I forget, and then I'm like, I'll just make some chicken and rice. That's all I know how to do. <laughs> I do the same thing all the time. Right. I get, the, I get the chicken from Costco, so I'm not even making it. I'm getting the d- chicken shish kebabs. All right. Like they're like, they're already seasoned, and they're on a stick, and so I bring them home, I pull them off the stick, put them in a giant bag. You see the bag? It's in the refrigerator here at work. Oh, is that your chicken? That's my chicken every day. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I get yeah. jealous of that chicken. Well, grab a couple. I don't mind. I was wondering who was, delicious. who was bulking up on the chicken. Nice work. Yeah, every day. Chicken and potatoes at 7 or 8 in the morning. And then when I get home after working out, I have chicken and rice. That's yeah. as far as it goes. Everything else is made by my wife. Yeah, I made crockpot chicken on Sunday and ate it for three days. Yeah. I love chicken. Like Even my wife's like, at any point, are you going to get sick of that chicken? I'm like, no, I love chicken. I could eat chicken every meal. Yes. Yeah. And like she's like, well, what about white rice? Aren't you sick of white rice by now? I'm like, no. I love white rice. Like, I get sick of quinoa every day. I'd be like, woman, stop giving me quinoa. I kind of want some chicken and rice right now. Well, I got the chicken part taken care of. I had chicken teriyaki downstairs. I know. That's, that's what we get after rice. this. Yeah, that's what I had today. That's my, <laughs> that's my Wednesday treat before the megacast. Tech Talks, starring the TechSmith. Breathe. Everybody just take a breath. Yep. Just take a breath. Uh, we've been in this place before. Uh, 2000. Like, it's okay. Everybody take a breath. We're in extra innings. Right. We're in double overtime. Right. And then the other thing I would say, and listen, this is from both sides. Just know who you are. Know what you're about. And then, honestly, it's hard to, it's hard to hate something that you don't love a little bit. So, if you love something, figure out if you really love it. Mm-hmm. And if you hate something, do you really hate it? Like, you're probably in the middle ground. Yeah. Just take a breath. Like, chill out. You know, uh, go home. Hug your family members. You know, remember, the sun's going to come up. We're all still going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> I know it was. There came a point last night where we were watching like CNN and bouncing. Down. We're watching them all. I'm like bouncing from Fox News to CNN to local coverage. Like I just want to get every perspective. And then I was finally like, "What am I doing to myself?" You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm watching people talk about something that there is no end in sight. Like, Correct. So I could just check my phone every hour, get a quick update in 30 seconds, or I can sit and watch these these experts tell me how things are going to unfold, even though they don't even know. Yeah, I will say one thing about the election coverage. Those dudes, uh, I mean, the touchscreens. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Because I watch enough sports pregame and postgame shows. Like Those touchscreens aren't that easy. And those guys were just whipping through them. Right. Whoever loses her gig, they found their replacement. It's the political touchscreen people. Right. And I never thought that election political touchscreens would be cooler. Like, they'd see, like, they were breaking down stuff. And I was like, man, that's better than, like, the NFL Sunday stuff. Like, what is going on? colors real quick. Yeah, I was like, what is going on here? Weird, like, kind of, like, lines and things. Yeah. Right. We could have been doing this for sluggo routes and we've been waiting on an election. 
<laughs> so you know what we ended up doing? We said, screw watching that stuff. Let's just see. Uh, my original thought was let's just watch uh, American Ninja Warrior because I love watching American Ninja Warrior. All right. I just, I'm a sucker for the stories. Like I get emotional. There's one dude that completed it after like, he almost like lost his he lost his smile for being a ninja warrior until he spent time with kids and taught the kids how to play the kid version of Ninja Warrior and he fell in love with being a ninja warrior again. And there he was and his family's rooting him on via video screens because it's the COVID world that we're in. And spoiler alert, he finishes the the thing. And it was just like, I got so pumped, like I yelled, like, yes. And it's like, you are way too invested in this. She's like, why don't we take a break from that? So we watched Supermarket Sweep. I don't know if you've been watching that. The new it's one. It's back. I have it not is. been watching it. All right, it's back. And episode one, it was great. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Supermarket Sweep. And and Leslie Jones, I never thought that she would be a game show host. Holy crap, is she awesome as a game show host? She's funny. And Supermarket Sweep, I want to say when we were kids, was like on during the daytime. I remember yes. it, it seemed exciting. Like you were you were sick or you were missing school when you watched it. And everybody, I think everybody had that fantasy of one day wanting to be in a supermarket and just being able to just grab whatever you can to see if you could have the most amount of money in in your supermarket oh. in, in, your super, in your you know cart. But uh, she's talking to all the teams like they do. Like hey, let's introduce Team One, Team Two, and they all come up with their own fancy names. So there was one team called Team Wings. All right. So well, why are you called Team Wings? And dude, I legit was like, I think I was angrier at that than any of the political analysis that happened on any of the, the political networks. And this is what the guy said. Drew and Ryan, tell me about yourself. My name's Ryan. This is my really good friend, Drew. And we met at a karaoke party hosted by his girlfriend. Nice. Why Team Wings? No, I'm not. All right. Okay, they seem like just kind of dorky guys. <laughs> we love... Chicken wings. Okay. I, I'm a boneless guy. I love all the flavors. Okay. All right. So I, at that point, mm-hmm. now I'm already like, you're not really a fan of chicken wings. Like no. you're a fan of, you, you should be you team like nuggets. nuggets. Yeah, team tender. I don't care, but you don't like chicken wings. Right. But here's the crazy part. The other guy, you're going to, okay, I'm, I'm curious to see what you think. Because right. me personally, I hate, and like you said, maybe not the best term. I hate the other guy more than I hate this guy. All right. <laughs> okay. Ryan, when he eats chicken wings... He puts on gloves. I have gloves. I love the wings. I don't like getting the wing sauce in my cuticles and my nails. Wow. <laughs> Come on. Leslie, you said it best. Wow. I mean, part of eating a chicken wing is like getting, you know, you get it on your fingers and you can lick them. And yeah. yeah. You, I bet he wears gloves to eat a rib. He probably does. He probably wears gloves anytime he's eating finger food. Yeah. Could you imagine being. I don't a- like to eat things off the bone. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad I'm not as bothered by. Oh like, no, I'm is, completely pissed now. Like I did not want those. Like you, the other two teams could have been like part of hate groups, and I would have probably cheered for them. See, <laughs> like, we can hate him because we love chicken wings. Yes. See, okay. we we know why we hate him. I hate him. <laughs> that I do. I really hate him. I'm kidding. <laughs> he's he's eating. My man's he's putting on gloves. He eat tenders. Could. Well, the one, the other guy is the one that's eating the tenders. Oh, all right. So this guy's eating. Oh, well, maybe, maybe they both just get boneless wings when they go there, and they but they use their fingers. I, look, I, I've told this story before, but years ago, my cousin Patrick, one of the owners of Smith Family Popcorn, nice, right? So proud sponsor of the show, proud sponsor of the segment. Uh, he's playing lacrosse, so they had like a I don't know if it was an old hockey kind of facility. They turned into like an indoor lacrosse place, right? So me and my uncle Phil love my uncle Phil, and he's like. You got to get these boneless wings. So my mind is racing. Like, how do they serve these boneless wings? This is the first time I've heard this term. This was years ago. Right. And we get up there and he orders some. I remember being like, Phil, like, 
These are just tenders. <laughs> like they're not boneless. I had the idea that they were like picking out the bones and then just giving you the meat. Like they had a machine. Yeah. Or like some dudes back there putting in the work. Like a guy at Din Tai Fung who's just constantly just yeah. making the, 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 the pots, you know, the, whatever they're called. Dumplings. Dumplings. <laughs> I got on sleep. Uh, dude, yeah, first time I was, I think it was at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'm like, boneless wings. And I legit thought they had like a machine. Like that machine you get to take out the, the, the pits and the cherry. You put a bunch of cherries, you yeah. slam it down, and then the, the, the pits are gone, but the cherry is almost still in the same shape. Right. I thought, well, technology is really advanced that we are now able to take the bone out of a chicken wing. I'm curious. Right. And don't get me wrong. I'm not against them. I'm just against the term boneless chicken wing. That's what I've said. I've said I have no problem with the actual meal. Like if you said that these are Buffalo Wild Wings chicken nuggets, I'd be like, can I get an order? I'm just never going to be the person that says, can I get some boneless wings? Yeah. Or just, can we call them like, I don't know, buffalo bites? Yeah. Chicken balls. Chicken balls. I would definitely eat chicken balls. So me too. Like, I feel like it's not quite a tender, but I don't know what I'm in. It's encased in something. There's some cheese in there. I mean, look, I love broccoli balls. Chicken balls is the name from now on. Chicken balls. Yeah, we're going. Next time we go to our usual, like yearly or sometimes more than once a year, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, we're gonna call them chicken balls and see if they know what we mean. Can we? Yeah, you like an order of twelve chicken balls? <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, medium sauce on those balls, please. <laughs> Extra creamy ranch. <laughs> I know. Did you see they have the new lemon pepper? No. So they have like, you know, lemon pepper is usually a dry rub, but yeah. that doesn't work on the chicken balls. So it's like a creamy lemon pepper. Interesting. Right. Which I want to try. I just don't want to call them boneless. Right. But we'll have to bring our rubber gloves. <laughs> I'm going to bring goggles. So I think it was Vicky was talking about this earlier. Like, So what do you think is worse, though? The guy that wears the rubber gloves or the guy that would bring, uh, uh, pull out a knife and a fork and, and cut the meat off of the chicken wing? Oh, knife and a fork. You think that part is worse? Yes. Yeah. I think I'm still, I'm still annoyed more by the guy with the gloves. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. At that point, if you're going to use a knife and a fork, just order the tenders, dude, which is fine. <laughs> just get the chicken balls. Yeah, just get the chicken balls. Put us out of our misery. All right, why don't we take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll jump into Ted's wide world of sports. Big weekend for me. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, good, because I have one thing I want to bring up. It's kind of a sad story. Okay. I mean... Everybody's fine. What is this, real sports with Brian Gumbel? Yes. So, Ted's Wide World of Sports with a little side piece of real sports with Steve Miggs. All right. When the Megacast Jesus. returns. I'd rather drink hand sanitizer than listen to these two dorks. The Megacast will be back. Finally, an answer to schooling your children during the pandemic. Get ready for Peloton Homeschool. Are you ready to do this? The company that's redefining fitness is now redefining education. My son, Logan, will not be deprived of the full classroom experience. With Peloton Homeschool, your child will not only be in the best shape of his life. Okay, son, get on the machine. Let's do this. He'll also learn from some of the top instructors live with thousands of other kids all over the world. Fun! 
find yourself. Where are you right now, fourth graders, mentally, physically, emotionally? Because we're about to get into simple division. Step it up, Logan. You've got this. Clip in and let's go. Peloton Homeschool. Get ready to turn that knob to the right because these multiplication tables are about to get harder. Together, we're teaching and exercising like never before. That's my boy! I wish I could put this mask over my ears, so I wouldn't have to listen to these two f***wads. The Megacast is back. What kind of thoughts? This feels good. Yeah. A little aggressive. And chicken balls. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. The weekend started off amazing for your sports reporter, Ted Smith. Friday night, Maryland Terrapins, 18-and-a-half-point underdogs after they got their butts whipped by Northwestern last weekend, and they beat Minnesota in overtime. Really? Oh, man. I was fired up. I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, So that was good. Saturday, eh, the college games weren't all that awesome. Then Sunday morning, it started. F1. My guy, Daniel Ricciardo, got on the podium, finished third. I mean, of course... Uh, what's his name? Lewis Hamilton won, and his teammate it. came in second. But Daniel Ricciardo got a podium. It was great. He got some uh-huh. champagne. He even did a shoe. The shoey. Uh, when you fill up your shoe oh. with a beer or with champagne, yeah. and then you drink it. We used it. to do that, like shoot the boot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody I was with on Sunday was like, wait a minute. They're doing a shoey out of the old shoe he's been wearing the whole race? I was like, yep. Well, you know what? Adrenaline? It, it, it fights anything off. Right. We did that in college all the time, though. <laughs> Some idiot would pull off his shoe and be like, let's spill it up. The worst is when we drank out of a pig's head. Ooh, like a real pig's head? Yeah, because of homecoming, we do a pig roast. My right. fraternity, we were Alpha Sigs, but everybody called us the Alpha Pigs. All right. For <laughs> many reasons. <laughs> but so, you know, pig Weren't was you like 180 pounds dripping wet then? I was, but not everybody in our group were. <laughs> and, and it wasn't so much about our size, but about our. Um, the, the the grossness of our, our like we were a bunch of just dirty guys. Alright. Like just some of the guys were also hooking up with girls that maybe All right. know. Alright. Yeah, there's a lot of things. There's not things I'm not very proud of now as an adult and I look back on them like, yeah, we had awards that were not necessarily very cool. Um, <laughs> but on homecoming the tradition was we would chop the head off of the pig all right. after it's cooked, of course. All right. And so it's been on like a stick, you know, going all day, all long. And then we're all just like so pumped, hoping that it's fully cooked. Otherwise, we've got to like cut the meat off and put it on a barbecue. Because oh. it's just, but usually somebody's dad knew how to do it right. I was going to say, that's up. a bold move for a bunch of dudes in a fraternity. A yeah. Pig roast. Typically, we had somebody in our group that had a father that knew how to do it properly or right. an alumni that could do it better than us. So like the, yeah. the undergrads were really not the one. We were getting the pig. We weren't cooking the pig. But at some point, some it's so like just savage. 
cut the pig's head off, right? And then with like the head, just like how it was, you wouldn't clean it out. You wouldn't do anything. You'd grab a pitcher of beer. And then the newest initiated brother in the fraternity would have to kiss the pig. And so you'd have to put your mouth on the pig's mouth, bend back, and they would pour the beer in the the, the other side of the head that's been chopped off. And would it come through his snout? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. You could guess when uh, I first joined the fraternity... I, of course, was the newest initiated of the three guys in our class that year. We were a small class. I was the youngest. So I had to do it first. And doing it first is not fun. Like being the last guy to do it because it's been cleaned out by the constant pouring a beer through it. Is there like chunks? Yes. It's awful. It is awful. But it's a rite of passage. No, I mean, yeah. (laughs) So like, yeah. I, I, I respect that he did that. The, the shoey. I've never done a shoey. I didn't even hear about this until like a couple of years ago. It's it's insanity. There's a MMA fighter that does it too. Oh, he's doing a shoey. Oh, why would you do it at that point? Who cares I, well, now? And the MMA guy, like, I'm not positive it's his shoe. And why does he do it? What does it represent? It's it's just Man. one of those things. Again, I think a lot of these athletes are a little bit younger, but yeah. it's just one of those things. It's like it's a thing. rowdy thing. Like I am saying, because an MMA guy's not wearing a shoe. No. Do it do a glovey. God. Here's the problem. I want to get a brand new pair of shoes to do shoeies, but then it's like, am I buying well, now I'm spending money on shoes just to drink beer out of them? I mean, I'm not opposed. Yeah. I'll go in on it with you. You want the right or left shoe? Uh left. I'm a lefty. Oh, cool. I want the right. Okay, good. I'm a left twix kind of guy. I'm a left shoe kind of guy. <laughs> we go to Target and probably get like a twenty dollar pair of shoes. Jesus Christ. Yep, this is going to happen in December. I can see this already. Anyhow, the Hawks won. Dude! (laughs) I don't know about you. I was still scared even when they were taking a knee. I'm like, somehow they're going to make a game out of this. I don't know how, but it was so weird watching a Seahawks game where it ended in the most anticlimactic way. And it was just like, oh my gosh, like this is what happens when you have a lead. It was. And I'm with you. I was scared the whole time. Like, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get back in this and blah, blah, blah. The fourth quarter was kind of weird. But hey, they look good with a lot of people out. You'd mm-hmm. have to think the next couple of weeks they're going to get better I mean, with the rumor, defense. Rumor has it uh, uh, Jamal Adams should be back. Yeah, because I guess the problem was that the last game it wasn't it was less of his groin and more just I think he had like a, a, a bug. He got hit with a bug or something like that. He was sick. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like I don't know. You're playing the Bills, so this sounds bad. I mean, it could be a trap game. And I'm like, I don't know. if he needs more rest, give him one more week. Yeah, I'm not opposed. Yeah. I, I want that guy ready for the preseason. Like, I mean, for the postseason. And next year's preseason. <laughs> man, you know what? You are a forward-thinking dude, man. Yeah, I man. That. I'm already past the Super Bowl. I'm worried about, you know, them just making the team. Right. And they got that Dunbar guy. Was right. It? Dunlap. 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 He's supposed to play. That's going to be awesome. Uh, maybe Snacks will start. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, you're getting a lot of guys back as well. Maybe this defense will be good. I, Ish. I mean, right now, I... Obviously, I think probably Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh are the top two teams, but it's yep. hard. I mean, to me, the Seahawks are still even brighter, but like, could you imagine like, if everything goes well and they continue to find ways to win? I mean, the crazy part is like minus one game, it was a game against Minnesota, which they won. They have they, Every other game, they've scored more than 30 points, which yeah. is crazy. I mean, just they're just like an offense. And that game had 27 points. It wasn't I was like going to say, they've scored 27 in every single game they've played. Right. It's nuts. Like, there's a chance... That it could be the Steelers versus the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Yeah. How cool would that be? Well, if the Seahawks win, it'd yeah. be super That's cool. I mean. it'd be, yeah, it would suck. Balls. If, uh, chicken balls. <laughs> chicken if, balls. <laughs> but sad news in yeah. the, world of the, the world of the Seahawks. Uh, our boy, uh, I mean, is he still a member of the Megacast? I guess in spirit. 
Yeah. I mean, he's still our guy. He's forever a member. Yeah. But uh, Luke Wilson was uh, unfortunately uh, released by the team. I saw that. Because what they, they're bringing back like a rookie tight end that was like hurt or something. I don't know what, but yeah. But they, they got like 17 billion tight ends. They do. I mean, they have a lot of tight ends. It was crazy on that kneel down. They had five of them in there. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the first time I saw Luke in a, in, a, in the game other than like a special teams Special thing. teams, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a bummer, man. Like, But I get it. You know, it's, it's, it's football. It's not like, I mean, selfishly, I wish he was the starter, of course. Right. But, you know, I mean, so what they're hoping that he clears waivers and then they'll sign him to the practice team. That, I believe that's what it is. Which I got to imagine, unless, I mean, look, it's a win-win if... Now, no, I mean, obviously starting would be the ultimate win, but I'm optimistic for him. Like, if another team picks him up, great. Another team needs him. He'll get some action. Right. And if no team picks him up in the squad, great. This There's a couple guys on that play tight end that are notorious for getting injured. Right. And the, and the rules are different this year. Mm-hmm. Usually, I think you could only be a practice squad player if you were like first, second, or like third year. But because of COVID, they've changed the oh, rules. Oh, because so he wouldn't be eligible. He otherwise. wouldn't be eligible. He would just got released. But now they've changed the rules where you can kind of keep. Why is that? Just because of COVID, you got to. The league is allowing you to have a few more guys around because they're, you know, at some point you're expecting somebody not able to play. No, but why is um why is it that you, if like, let's just say you're nine years into your career and right. you get released by the team and you're like, well, why can't you be on the practice squad if no one else picks you up? I think it's just a way to kind of keep the younger guys in. Gotcha. Because yeah. otherwise, the practice squad probably just be a ton of old veterans. A bunch of Matthew McConaughey's. Right. <laughs> well, and players. truthfully, your practice squad. I keep getting older. These players stay the same age or whatever. Right. Whatever oh, I get older. They stay yeah. the same yeah. age, man. Uh, right. So the idea is your practice squad, generally, those guys are still up and comers. Up and comers. That's going to make sense. it. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'd hate to see his career be done. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Luke's a good dude. Love, I mean, obviously a fan fra- favorite. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, my Twitter was just going crazy. If you're like, can you... It's like... No. Right, I mean, that's the... Look, NFL football is a harsh, harsh reality on jobs. And what... I mean, he's 30, which is right. crazy to think that, like, he's about to... You know, he's 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 towards the end of his career. At 30. At 30, which is nuts. Like, I mean, you have a whole life ahead of you. And he's relatively healthy. I mean, I know he had some injuries throughout his career, but, like, it's not like... He doesn't have anything that's going to cause him to be... Walking with a limp for the rest of his life. No, and I want to say, want to say the average NFL career is only like two and a half, three years. Yep, I mean it's pretty short. And he's pushing what, like eight years? It's gotta be. Yeah, it's too bad he can't get a couple more years into my. I don't know why I'm so like. I'm sure he's smart with his money, but I'm like, I just want him to get his pension, man. Would it? How long do you got to play to get a pension? I think you have to do ten years. Okay, I think I could See, be I didn't wrong. Think it was that long. Maybe they have like different tiers, like yeah. the military. Shout out to my brother, just retired I from saw the Navy, that. 24 and a half years in the Navy. Wait, all right, I got a question. What's he going to do now? He doesn't know exactly. Honestly, he says, I, I, part, he's like, I'll, I, he, one part of him wants to do TSA, uh, yeah. so he could stay in like a security kind of world. Um, another part of him is like, honestly, I wouldn't mind just working at like Home Depot or Lowe's so I could get a discount on stuff and just screw around. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're getting a good pension because he stayed longer than he wanted to. But if he stayed X amount of more years, it was like the difference of like $1,000 in pension in yeah. a month. And he's like, well, I mean, I'd be an idiot not to just stay for like two, three more years and then be guaranteed $1,000 more a month in my pension. Like, that's just silly. I could do that. If, as much as it's taken its toll on our family, we could do we could deal with this for three more years. Yeah, your brother's just one of those guys. I have a hard time seeing him just like sitting around chilling out. <laughs> I know. He'll do something. I'm sure he'll get involved. It's a fun story, though, about my brother because like he was a... T- troubled kid like you know he was a problem like for my family like always getting in trouble getting in trouble with the law as well and he was just a 
he was just going down a bad road. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, he got older and then started realizing, well, what do I want to do with my life? And he had like, he was doing some odd jobs. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to become a police officer. And he got an acceptance academy. All right. And I forget who the mayor was back then. But as many years ago, he got accepted to the police academy. They decided, you know what? We're cutting costs and cutting those classes. So the class that he was supposed to get in got cut. And they said, if you want to try and become a police, you got to get back to the back of the line and go through the entire thing again, the psychological exams, this exams, that exam. Gracious. And he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to join the Navy, do that for four years, and then I'll go into the police after that. And then fell in love with the Navy and never left. Good for him. I, I agree, man. He's, it's, I, I've said it on the air. He's, he's the greatest person in the world. He's you know, obviously the best man at my wedding, and I'm just very happy that things are good for him. Yeah. Yeah. But it was crazy, dude. Like My sister-in-law posted a video of him. They did like a drive-by parade. Yeah, to I congr- watched some of it. I got all teary-eyed. I'm like, he looked very, he looked like he could be like a politician. Like the way he was wearing, like, <laughs> just kind of like, just, he had the thing going, man. Like, right, he's uh, in his dress un- uniform. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at him all, Mr. Suave po- political guy. It's like, hey, how you doing? He had that wave going. Like the politician's wave. Like, yeah. nice to see you. Thanks for coming. Move along. Oh, right. you got a gift for me? Okay, I'll come to you. Right. And just, I mean, I only know you, but I have to imagine you for him. That's kind of awkward. Oh, super awkward. Like being the center of it. Like that's not his thing, being the center of attention. No, he's like me. Yeah. Like he doesn't want all eyes on him. Like I'm sure he was not excited to do that, but probably after it was done was like, that was cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He was like, oh, I got to get dressed. I got to be in the rain. So I have an umbrella. And people are giving me gifts. Now I have gifts in one hand, umbrella in the other. How am I going to wave? I got to shake my foot. I don't know what to do. Yeah. All right. I guess we got to get out of here. Time flies. Yeah, man. When you bitch about the election before we start a podcast. <laughs> right. It happens. Chicken balls for life. Chicken balls. And don't forget to breathe. Breathe. Just, it's okay. And I think we'll be back next week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm here. Yeah. Unless anything weird happens in the next week. That'll be fine. Ah. <laughs> I wish I was wood. Uh, that's what she said. Hey. Um, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. See you guys. Goodbye.